I, I don't know, dude. That's if you see cut, like right LeBron that second year in Miami, you could you know he was on something. Uh, all right. That's a whole other podcast. Um <laughs> It's probably more interesting than this movie though. Oh, hot takes fired <laughs> off. We're keeping uh, I that. I think that's a hot we're, take. We're, we're keeping <laughs> that clip was, in the movie. This movie was in the interesting. I'm not going to okay. say it was good, but it was interesting. We're going to break you down story by story. We're going to do each. We're going to do one of the four stories, then the next one, then the next one, all right? I feel like that's the easiest way to talk about this movie. Does, it make, does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just bring up the IMDb page, or not um, the uh, No, wiki. I don't want to know who's in this. The wiki, because it breaks it down story by story. So, okay, so, all right, welcome back to the Blockbuster Hall of Fame. We are trying to figure out how, how the hell we're going to tackle this movie. What a joyous Christmas adventure you chose for us, Jared. Really put me in the spirit. Um, this is a horror movie. I wouldn't even... I mean, it is pretty scary. At yeah, points, it's a, it's a, it's a slasher. It's it's. I don't even know what to call it. So, I, go ahead, Jordan. I'm like, I'm going to even hate to call it a slasher movie just because all the kills were pretty lame. And to be a slasher film, I feel like you need to be like, you know what? That was a cool kill. But that was one of the <laughs> biggest disappointments for me in this movie was the kills. Just they were like half of them were off screen. Well, the Sa- Santa had. His his run of kills, which I thought were pretty cool, but you're right. It, uh, uh, all right, so let's, more let's f- talk about and this. the Santa ones. More felt like zombie killing than actual like oh any other. So, um, okay, so in this movie, this is a movie in the style of a VHS, where it's just these these stories, these four different stories are being told. Um. It's told differently, though. You don't get one story at a time, it finishes, and another story starts. It's They're all kind of happening, and you're cutting through each story moments, and you're putting, you're putting them all together. William Shatner probably spent a day on set. He plays a radio DJ, and he is just constantly reminding you, hey, uh, terrible shit's going on at the mall. Don't go to the mall. And... Uh, he, he, he repeats that over and over, and then it cuts back to the story, one of the stories that's going on. So, listeners beware. There will be, there, there's some twists in this movie. There will be spoilers here. Skip to the end if you want to know if we recommend it or not. Um, but, all right, so we're going to talk about it story by story here. All right. Let's go with Santa and the zombie elves. That is our first story we're going to copy or talk about today. Seth? How are you, are you hungover from watching this movie? How are you, how are you doing? Uh, I, uh, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like this movie, but as far as any of the stories go, this was, or that was the most promising story. I'm not sure it was good, but like the idea behind it was decent. I thought it was the least interesting, but I felt like it had the best ending. It did have the best ending, mainly because I think it ended the movie. The ending was probably the most interesting th- part about this movie, with that story, how it combined the with the talk show one story. It legit line. took me by surprise. So, spoiler alert: he 
I don't even know. How do you talk about this? How do you talk about this? Like Santa Claus and his elves are in a workshop and one of the elves goes crazy, turns into a vampire zombie thing. I don't think he's a zombie. Let's be real. Zombies are... It, this, he's talking and they got sharp teeth. He's a fucking vampire, but okay. They, they say I'm going to go zombie-like. It sure. reminded me of the Evil Dead. I can see where, that. Like, the little living demon things would talk and just say shit. Or corrupted. They got corrupted, if you want to go mystery. Pretty much. All his little elves become little demons and start trying to kill him while while throwing slurs at, at Santa. And Santa has to do what he does. And he fucking beheads like a hundred zombie elves. And it is gory and gnarly and it's it's just a massacre. And the end reveal is that he's just a crazy guy. He's not really Santa. He's a mall Santa. And these elves were workers, employees, and customers at the mall. He was even like an official mall Santa. He was the, the weatherman on the radio show. He was, but I think he was also officially the mall Santa because that guy was like calling him by name, right? What are you doing? Please stop. And Wikipedia said he was a mall Santa, so that's how I knew I know. he was official. <laughs> but just, but you're right. He was a, a grumpy weatherman. Jared... Is this where, where does this rank on your stories of the movie? Oh, um, this is the best story. Um, I loved it and I loved the twist, and it was um building up for the showdown between him and Krampus throughout the movie, which was a pretty good showdown. Uh, Krampus was yoked as fuck, like, Krampus was oh, yoked. yeah. On my notes, I said Krampus hits the gym. Holy Yo, shit! <laughs> um, speaking of HGH, that's what Krampus was on. Um, <laughs> well, we're in those cookies that she made for him. Hey, bro. That man was on the Jose Canseco out there. Um, yeah. But no, it was. Uh, I like that story. I thought it was a good story. That was the only enjoyable story from this movie. Um, I know y'all didn't like the movie. I thought it was entertaining. I liked it. Oh, okay. I thought the movie was entertaining. Yes. Uh, was it I'm good? Not, I'm not saying it's good. No. No, no, no way. No. As I said, when I picked this movie, I remember it being entertaining. And, of course, the first, like, 30 minutes was like, oh, my God, what's going on? But then I was like, oh, yeah, it picks up as it goes along um, because all the stories have to start weaving. And it got entertaining, and that's what I loved. Um, I will get into those stories, but I think the Mall Santa was my favorite. Um, and then I loved the twist at the end, and I loved him fighting Krampus for like that brief second. I wish the fight would have went longer. Um, but Cops yeah, be ruining everything. <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean, if we want a good Santa Claus versus Krampus fight, we can actually watch the movie Krampus. Um, but I watched that one more recently, so that's why I picked this movie instead, because I only watched it when it first came out, and I remembered being entertaining, but that was it. Um, but yeah, no, that was the best story with the uh, foul mouth elves. Uh, Seth, could you please say your take on the uh, what you texted me about, about Jordan Peele? Oh, oh! About the whole the whole movie feels like if you were to order a Jordan Peele movie from Wish, and this is what you would get. Like that's what this movie feels like. Like you were like, hey, I want 
the Jordan Peele trio and you order it from Wish on Blu-ray, but instead of sending you his three movies, they just send you this cluster of a movie. I, all I combined. actually do see that. I can see that as uh, these almost being like their skits and these they got expand from one of their skits when they had the uh, Look, when they were on us? Comedy Central. All right, hmm? if you've seen the movie Us, all right, there's a one particular storyline in this thing. That. Yeah. That was my very first thought, and I was like, dang, they're going to do that. And then they made it really creepy, but we're not to that story yet. But because I haven't seen biggest... Us, and I think I know what storyline you're talking about. <laughs> oh, I'm my bad. You. Oh, you already, I'm sorry. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. The Mall Santa story was amazing. And shout out to what, like, since William Shatner ties into it. It it is a trope in horror movies where you have the radio DJ. That's a that's a horror movie trope. The radio DJ talking about ah oh, crazy stuff is happening in the town tonight as horror just happens behind the scenes. I love that because again, this is a Christmas horror movie, so they still kept in the horror movie tropes. This is why this story was my favorite, and I wish this movie would have been just this story. Where they did a way to like expand the story to like an hour and thirty minutes, because obviously in a like if I'm looking at it in a vacuum and I take every story for itself, this makes the movie worth it to me. I think it's only because of the twist. I felt like the Santa story was pretty empty for the most part. They were just like killing time until they got to that twist at the end, which but would which made it all worth it. But, but I mean, like, that's also what makes good movies with the twist. Like, you're watching the movie, and it seems like a regular movie, but then the twist at the end, you're just like, oh, my God, they made it all worth it. Like, there are movies out there that are like that. Yeah, but I wouldn't say they're great. I, I, I mean, I get, I mean, look, it made watching it worth it, but I, would, I don't know. I'm so, saying in a vacuum, if they do that story and make it into an entire movie, it makes this movie more than just enjoyable. It makes it, maybe I'll rewatch it. They'd have to add yeah. some add some more to it. Yeah. So they that's what I'm saying. Characterization. Like, like yeah. make me actually like people. Yeah, so no, that's what I'm saying. If they actually like want to make it into it, like you're making it an hour and thirty minutes, and roughly it was only like fifteen minutes of this entire hour and thirty minute movie. Just had a revelation. First of all, I wanna I wanna say I had a joke in my head, but I can't remember the black comedian with like the straight hair. He's really skinny and he got beat Cat up by Williams. a crack Cat Williams. You you said it was if like remember when, um, like uh, what's it, Get Out came out and all of a sudden like Chris Rock got control of a horror movie and like these studios were like well, let's just give these black comedians it felt like that was going to be the trend like let's give some of these black comedians control of a horror movie and let them make because they're whatever it felt like Cat Williams got a deal and made a movie. And it was like, oh, this is the Cat Williams special. The Cat Williams movie. <laughs> That's what it was. Anyways, bad joke. Anyways. Um, Cat Williams. Wow. The guy who played Santa. This is a deep cut. Like seven years ago on Adult Swim, they had this weird thing show. And it was like too many cooks. Oh, my God. Too, too many, many cooks is probably yeah. my favorite thing. The crazy guy. Who starts showing up? I think he played the Santa Claus in this movie, not the Santa Claus. Yeah, the Santa Claus. Too many I think cooks. It was, him. It was just nine minutes of what the hell is happening? 
You know what's the crazy thing about too many cooks? I woke up from a sleep. I left, like, I fell asleep with the TV on, and I woke up to that, and I'm just like, "What? What? What the hell is this?" <laughs> just out of nowhere, like, I am confused. Why is the show not starting? Why it's is this a thing? Um, okay, but you think you're high if you're watching too many cooks, but you're completely sober. Every time I show someone that, I'm like, just buckle up, buddy. It takes a turn. Um, okay, let's go to the second story here. This was my favorite story. I thought the changeling story was the most interesting. Well, Seth, you didn't like any story, so quit making the, the fart face, okay? Uh, um, just, that, that story had the biggest dumb... What, what the fuck just happened? Like, that was, was the most... Dis- it didn't look that, that was the most generic story, really? That was your favorite? That I, it, was like I, I the don't most speed bike numbers. Uh, like, had it already figured out. <laughs> That's the story I, I would have turned off the movie on if I hadn't had finished the movie. I had okay, it, well, but I thought it was. Go, go, in, go, go and talk why you like that one. Well, I thought it, well, I don't know. I just, I thought it was an us situation, and it turned out to be a changeling troll situation which was kind of cool weird um i do have a question at one point did a tree the christmas tree jump out and scare that woman at no, the house the kid she was finds in the her tree. Yeah. huh the kid was in the tree i didn't see the kid in there so i just saw the tree jump at her i was like what the fuck he could turn into a tree um i don't know something about that story i liked um Although I do have questions. One of my notes here over that story is the mom is not suspicious enough. If my daughter stopped talking for days and acted really different, it wasn't days though. I don't think it was days, was it? It was the same day. It was the same night? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'll give her a little leeway. But that kid was acting weird. Just saying. I'd be a little weird. He didn't talk. Hey, I know, and she goes. I mean, she was all like, "No, no, he's he's innocent." So does he I normally mean, go was, around stabbing people with a fork? There, there was story there they tried to allude to, and you guys know how I feel about exposition. But yeah. when the story is this short, you're that condensed with time. You actually need a little bit of exposition to talk about the dynamic. Um, so you have to like explain some things because we can't pick up on the nuance. When we're jumping from story to story and we're only spending like maybe three minutes at a time with this story. So I would have preferred a little bit more exposition because obviously there was a previous dynamic between the dad and the rest of the family. And so we're just left like guessing at this half-assed attempt that he was a shitty dad. That's all we can assume, but we don't even know if he was actually a shitty dad. I don't think he was. I think he just had anger. That's what I'm saying. Like we... Yeah, we don't know enough. That's why a little bit of exposition there. There, there were slight hints where he was. I get what you're saying, yeah. but we didn't really see or know anything. Just like the like, shitty dad might have been a bad thing, but the but then coming from the source of the mother who was defending the kid that's trying to stab the dad's hand, I don't know if that'd be an accurate source. That's what. Know. That's where he is. Like when he gets stabbed in the hand with the fork, I'm like, you know, I'm kind of on the dad's side in this situation. Yeah. Like I'm gonna be pretty pissed too if someone stabbed me in the hand with a fork. So that's what I'm saying. That's like, why I'm I, like, no. <laughs> the kid deserves thanking. Whatever. You stabbed me with the fork. 
So I don't know. I feel like this story could have used more breathing room, a little bit more time. Um, I wish I would have just nixed one of the stories, which we'll get to, and spent more time on the Changeling story and the Santa Claus story. But because this story, even though as basic as it was, Changeling stories always have like good potential. It depends on which what, what you want to do with it. I don't know, man, but there was one scene in that story. Scene. Yeah, the bedroom scene with the mom and the kids. Yeah, like what that? that? I was like, like no, mm-hmm. no. I can't believe I they did like, that. No, I can't believe they did that. I was like, this serves no purpose, and I'm about to turn this off. And I was like, no, I don't need to finish to talk about it. But I was like, no, uh, uh-uh. that was gross. I do want to, I do want to shout out that the boy was a damn good actor. Like. The way he would look up and give him that smile, like, yeah, daddy, I got your number, you know? And then, like, he played evil really good, and he, could, he had a look on his face that was like, I don't know. He just, he sold it to me really well. Then at the end, when he comes out of the tree, and he's like, mommy, I was like, oh, my God, he's a completely different character. Like, the little boy had chops. Jordan, you were saying something? No, I wasn't saying anything. Uh, I thought you were going to comment on it. Um... Seth, you'll like this note. Once I saw the giant hole in the tree, I thought it was going to be a situation like the movie Us, but I don't want to spoil that for Yorton. Spoil away. <laughs> I... No, that's what my note was. My note was, I don't want to spoil it for Yorton, and then Seth kind of spoiled it already. Yeah, no, I didn't realize you didn't watch that movie. Was like, oh, no. How about the close-up shot of the gun? I was like, okay. Did y'all notice that? Oh, yeah. Like... With the father of the gun on the table, the camera just kind of lingered on. I was like, "All right, Schrodinger." It, it was so funny. Like that was the most um, obvious, like red herring that I've ever seen. They're just like, "Ah, the gun. See, see, it's gonna be the gun." But then the way that they focus so much on it's like it's not gonna be the gun. The, I, this is supposed to be a red herring, but it's not serving its purpose because y'all are too obvious. Can, can I say one thing that I thought maybe would have made that one interesting? When the woman shoots the the uh, old man, yeah, I, I would I wanted the changelings to go crazy, like run off and be like, now they're going out to the city and stuff, and just going to cause havoc with him gone. No, I, yeah. I thought maybe that would have made it interesting or something for the it ending. It was set up like that because he even said right before she shot him, uh-huh. "I keep them in check." Yeah. So when you get shot and die, who's there to keep them in check? So but they, they like, yeah. I guess she's the sheriff. They should have did it one of two ways. The changelings should have all walked up to her and say, like, now you're our new leader, so she has to forego her life. That would have been an day. interesting t- take on that. Or oh, they go she doesn't get her kid back, but now she's the kids to all the changelings and have to so keep them in order. That might have so been... Much. So much. We're writing a better movie than we just watched. Do you think they gave her the kid back because she freed them? Oh boy. <laughs> it's not even her kid. That's probably the changeling. Yeah, no, just another one. Out. It was just like, hey, let me get my brother I don't know. It, it was one that's been brewing a little bit longer, so it's a little bit <laughs> I don't even want to more think what's about, going on. I don't even want to think about that part. That's the mystery uh, of us. Well, as a father... As a father, I needed that kid to come out of that tree hole, and I'm glad he did. Um, maybe that's why I liked it. Um, <laughs> kids trapped in a school. So, I lately have I've never been into witches or witch storylines, 
However, lately this year, I, I'm slowly getting into more witch stuff because I saw them done kind of correctly in a couple things. I, I finished Anne Rice's interview with the vampire. Great story, terrible writing. But I uh, am kind of interested in her, her book called Witches. And there's a Flanagan did a show on Netflix called like Midnight Society. And there's a lot of witch motifs going on in that show. And I was like, oh, this is pretty dark and cool. It kind of, so I kind of liked that part of that story, but it wasn't enough. There wasn't, they just talked about it and they moved on. This story was the worst one for me, I think. The, the locked in the basement of the school. Where are you guys at? Midnight Club. Okay, I got you. That took me forever. I was stuck hey, on man. what you were talking about. You said Midnight Society, and I was like... Oh, I meant Midnight, Midnight Club. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I did not like this story. I know that was... No, it was terrible. Uh, it was a shock for y'all to hear that from me. But, uh, yeah. I was really bored. I was what? bored the most in that story. This was the most basic, boring story ever. And by ever, I mean this movie. Yorton. Out of the four, was this your worst? Or was... Yeah, uh, just one? because all three of them were interesting, and it just... Yeah, no, just boring. <laughs> like, even when they were trying to like to do the kills, and that was another one, like, well, like where they hit the kill, and it's like, why? Ah, the cross. I, yeah, they just had the cross right. shake, and then Next scene. Jared, do you think this would have been better if they leaned in more to the witch angle? The witches and the coven and the sacrifice? I don't know. I'm going to be 100% honest. This would have been better if it was left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. (laughs) Just expand the other stories. Because, like, to fix this story, you would have to just, like, change the entire, like, process of it. And... Even with this movie, like weaving in four different stories within an hour and a half, you don't have much time or much room to like just redo this entire story. So the other stories, at least we can say were good or bad. This story was just like, man, what the fuck? Why is this here? You know, yeah, go ahead. No, I was going to say it like filler, like a filler episode in a TV show. That's exactly like, what it was. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And it's not even like, yeah, you could have done, like, I, I, we always say if you got meat on the bones or you got good bones, but it's just like, this. you cannot have meat on the bones for this movie. You can't have good bones for this movie because it's an anthology movie and it's weaving in the stories. So you either got to deliver or you don't. And obviously this storyline just, didn't even deliver or not deliver. It just was there, which is an indictment. <laughs> I feel like all these stories have promise. And for this one, except for this one. Yeah. This this one one needed, no yeah. This one needed the most rewrites for sure. Um, the only good thing I'll say is that I liked how this movie, unlike VHS and some of these other ones, all these stories have a, like, they try to connect to each other. It's, you know, like the cop dad from the the Changeling story investigated the case of the murders that happened in the basement of the school. 
way back when, and that's what these kids are investigating now in their stories. So it's just a small connection, but that's about the best I could say for it. Um, and so I know we just said that. Um, oh, actually, it's gonna go. I'll get to it when we get to the next story. Krampus, baby. Let's talk about Krampus. So, so um, even with this story, as we said, like a lot of these, like these other stories, like had some meat on the bones. They were pretty good. Like they just needed a little bit more time. This is the perfect Krampus story that has been flushed out into an actual movie called Krampus um, <laughs> with um, Adam Adam Scott, yeah, no, it's pretty, like, I liked it, um, I liked it, with Adam Scott, and they actually take this story and make a full hour and 45 minute movie about it, and it's actually enjoyable, so that's why I didn't really hate this story, especially on rewatch, because I was like, nah, I've seen this done better, like, in a full movie, so I don't, like, hate what they were trying to do, they just made a really good movie out of it a year later. Which, uh, which Krampus do you prefer? I haven't seen that movie. Like which uh, monster? Technically, iteration? I preferred the one from, like the one who looks coolest is this movie. Yeah. But there's actually a, I think a Norwegian or a Swedish movie called Rare Exports. I saw um, that a long time. Between ago. that was actually probably one of the first movies I streamed on Netflix when Netflix first introduced their streaming option. Um. So that one, and then the movie from Krampus is just like Santa Claus, but like a demonic Santa Claus, like a demon Santa Claus, not necessarily like in this movie where it's a different like creature, all, like essentially. Like a spirit. Yeah, because yeah. the, the original Krampus is supposed to be like half goat something. So. Yeah. So, um. Well, he's terrifying in this movie. He's absolutely horrifying. <laughs> hey, that man is like six, eight jacked as fuck with horns. We were speaking to Giannis. That's essentially Krampus. <laughs> with a long tongue. Um, hey. but so, I, can oh, you explain ahead. this to me? So, they're at their aunt's house and mm-hmm. the asshole kid pretty much gets them kicked out. Right? Mm-hmm. The aunt's like, you gotta go. You gotta go. This kid's an asshole because he breaks the Krampus figure. Um, and so I would assume they're going back to the car, but next thing you know, they're just in the woods walking in the snow. Oh, you missed a complete scene then. That I was probably oh, yeah. on my phone. Yeah. What I missed? Yeah. They wrecked you the missed car. them. They were driving home and oh, then right. got scared by Krampus and crashed. So was that Krampus they they almost hit? Yeah. Okay. I do remember that now. I was on I was on and off my phone for the beginning part of that. Okay. <laughs> Look, I was kind of bored. Um Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Um, so let's see what I have a couple of notes here for Krampus. Let's see. You guys comment on them. I already said Krampus is terrifying. Uh, the asshole kid had it coming. I think we all agree there. Kid's an asshole, won't listen to his parents. Um, the mom's the worst. She says when they're in the church and they're like trying to come up with ideas, her favorite word is no. She says <laughs> no to all the ideas, yet, prev- yet, gives zero ideas herself like girl it's worth trying what is the worst that can happen that your sins are absolved like i don't understand why she's saying no and then not offering a solution she's the worst kind of person 
Sorry, I have coworkers like that. She just died defending her daughter. <laughs> she made up for it. But when I wrote this note, that had not happened yet. <laughs> and also, yeah. how about that daughter? Run, girl, run. And then she stops for 30 seconds to watch her mom get destroyed. It's like, your mom just died. And you're going to... To your save mom you. stabbed this demon in the tongue to save your life and tells you to run away. And then you take two steps away and then look back and like, sorry, mom. And I was like, didn't I tell you to run as I'm being eaten alive? Sacrifice in vain. I literally gave my life for nothing because you didn't bother to even run. The last thing the mom saw was her daughter standing there watching the demon <laughs> not running. <laughs> Um, I will say there was one moment that if this was a full-fledged movie, this could have been expanded on, but it was such a quick moment. And it actually, like, I liked it. It was actually like a really good moment. It's when they all start revealing their sins to each other and they start to kind of like bond over it. You know, the girl's like, I, I steal. I don't do bad stuff. I don't, I don't have sex. I don't do drugs. I just had this weird thing where I steal and I'm sorry. And they're like, it's okay. You know, and they that start is, bonding. That is, that is also, I actually know. Fuck capitalism. That's not bad. That's actually good. That's actually really good. Oh, another podcast. Uh, The dad. Stealing's Uh, good? No, we're not going to get into this. Yes, it is. The dad starts admitting his business is failing. He's been been running this charade because he didn't want to lose his wife. And she's like, I I thought you weren't interested. He was like, no, I just didn't want to lose you. And it's a good moment. And the second he says that, and they have that moment. He gets got. Like, he just gets got right away, and it's brutal. Um, but that was the one good moment I thought. Um, so Jared, you were saying you like to steal? Is that what you're saying? Um, no, I am uh, advocating from stealing from um, Fortune 500 companies that uh, like to steal from their employees by increasing the wages of their uh, C-suite members and not increasing the wages of their frontline employees. That is also theft. So, um, yeah, steal. Um, I, I don't think that was, that was her grand thinking, though, when she was talking. Oh, I was anyways. It's my grand thinking. I'm playing chef, not checkers. All right, y'all. And I guess we, we, get, we should talk about... Do y'all, first of all, do y'all have anything to say about the Krampus story? I feel like we need to talk about Krampus some more. Give me your thoughts on Krampus. Like the monster itself or in the the movie? movie? In the movie? I mean... What'd you like about it? What'd you not like about this? I I mean, I could tell they spent the budget on it and at least it paid off because it did look cool. It it was, you know, it wasn't bad. The storyline itself was okay. I, I didn't mind the ending with the old lady. You know... Getting some yeah. justice for kind of being a little, little bit of a bitch Setting for sacrificing her for family. It. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right, that's that's a little satisfying. Uh, yeah, I, I was checked he, out for most of the story. I'm not gonna he, lie. Here's my problem. Uh, problem with it though is like the Krampus looked cool and all, but for me, most of the time when you saw him and I, everything, he's standing. He's not really doing much. So that's my yeah. <laughs> There's one scene where he where he charges at the girl when she's like on her back, and then that's he stabs himself in the neck by doing that. And but it just freaks me out for a second. 
we can tell this budget was extremely low because the fight between Krampus and Santa Claus was only like 30 seconds. Okay. Y'all want to guess the budget? I want to talk about the budget real quick because the way they open up the movie with that horrible CGI thing. Now, I understand. Okay, you might not have the budget for the CGI and everything. Then don't open your movie with horrible CGI palace. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Like, you, know, you don't have the money. The don't don't overextend. Yeah, and don't make that your opening. Then we're like, oh man, you're setting you're setting me up to not like it and failure there. The budget went to William Shatner. That's my Quite guess. Literally. And you know what? He, every time he was on, I was entertained. So I guess that was money well spent because that was part good. of the entertaining part of the movie. That's right. Yeah, and it made me think, man, man, I could use some uh, whiskey and eggnog right now. Um. Yeah, I feel like uh, so the budget was only like three and a half million, and it made four million. So throwing that out there. Um, Ooh, you don't even make profit of a three and a half million dollar movie. Yikes! <laughs> Yikes! I how it's doing it's, It must have been bought by like. Yeah, I'm, it, it's probably eventually made money, like off of whatever, <laughs> like after se- yeah, streaming deals and stuff. Um. I don't know. Um, this is not a movie where we're going to have a lot of discussion over MVP and stuff. Do y'all want to do that? No. Uh, Krampus. Yeah, whoever designed, designed like, who, the actor who played Krampus, because he was yoked to shit, so he might be because <laughs> he was in that gym every fucking Yeah, I was about day. to say, gym day. Gym day for the Krampus. Like, holy MVP. shit, this man was like, I'm getting in shape for this role. Man, you did not have to go that hard. He wins MVP and Raul Julio Award in the same movie. Y'all have a a best scene? The reveal. The reveal, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. okay. Oh, he's just the great... Because that was the one time where I was like, you know what? This is the pitch that the movie got proved by, and then they screwed everything up after that, I feel like. No, I'm with you, Orton. That was the one that that didn't even. I mean, obviously, it's too much to redeem. You need too much to redeem this movie. But holy shit, did that try to redeem this whole the shit? We have Santa going around killing these zombie uh, elves, and then when he realizes and he snaps out of it, he was just a mall Santa killing the mall workers. That was the pitch for the movie to get approved. What made it that work? sounds great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's how this movie got made. Was it by that elevator pitch, and then it went all downhill after that. They're like, "I got, a, I got twenty minutes of story. <laughs> we'll add more story later." Um, but that works so well because they set it up so well. He's like, it starts off with him like talking to his reindeer. You see, Miss Claus. You actually got real elves, and it, it's just, I don't know. <laughs> Like I like I said, that was the one that felt fleshed out, and it felt like, oh, this was the rest yeah. is just we need more time. <laughs> I will say we don't do line in the movie anymore, but I will say this one line caused me to put my phone down, and I was like, oh shit! It was when the elf called Miss Claus a raging snow whore. <laughs> I was like, oh, you raging snow whore! I was like, oh my god, what am I watching right now? Uh, so. That line is deep in my heart. Um, let's talk about Shatner, and then we'll move on, and we'll do the Rotten Tomatoes game. 
Um, Shatner, his bit was pretty much not narrator, but storyteller. Even though he wasn't telling the story, he was like the interlude guy. He would just come in. Monologue. He was Mr. Monologue, basically. And he would lay the groundwork for the mall with his little, "Eh, again, don't go to the mall. You know, just I hear bad things are going on. And it got worse and worse every time. Yeah, he was a tone setter for sure. Um, Dude probably got paid for three hours of work. But good for him. Um, All right, y'all. Rotten Tomatoes game. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. It's the Rotten Tomatoes game. All right. So last week, let's see who won. Where's my mouse? I think uh, Jared. Jared won. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, anyways, Jared. Hell yeah! Look at that. So, Jared, you're gonna go last. Seth, everything is coming up. Millhouse. <laughs> what season was that from? That's <laughs> such a classic quote. A Christmas. I don't even know the score. Hold on one second. I keep on forgetting the title of this movie. That's how. Someone asked me, it's like, oh, so what movie are you going to talk about your podcast? I'm like, what was it? It's again? literally a Christmas horror story. It's so on the nose. <laughs> I forget that's what it's I, called. I'm I like, it's something super generic. And I'm like, ah, yeah. All right. <laughs> so, uh, your or Seth, you're going first. What do you think this movie got in Rotten Tomatoes? I'm going to go first, and I'm going to okay. go 15. All right, Jordan took the lead. He's uh, I'm going. He wants to claim that number. Apparently, that was a hot number. I don't All know. Right. This or not. Just, Jordan just felt 15. like something in my gut was telling me to do that. Why well, do you think you got 15, Jordan? I I can only see a couple of people who would be like, "Yeah, this this was a good movie. I enjoyed myself." That's why. Okay. All right. So the correct answer is our correct move is probably to go higher than 15, but I want to go lower because <laughs> I would like to believe in humanity again. It's, oh, it's one and, of these faith. <laughs> and I'm going to say that this movie got five. Five. That better be all it has. It better be lower than that. Five. I can't express enough how much I didn't like this movie. Five. Jared? You know what this movie got and why it got that score? This movie got a 50. Because it is less than mid. Because when we review movies, 70 is like a mid, but it's a little bit less than mid. I think the wraparound story and the mall Santa, I think those are redeeming. The other two drag it, the other ones drag it down, but I, hey, hey. If it has a 50, it's higher than The Eternals, and I hate The Eternals, but that movie was better than this one. <laughs> I thought The Eternals don't me, was I, that no, low. Not getting into Marvel discussion. I still haven't seen Eternals. I don't even know. I'm oh, no. Well, sorry. No, no, that, that was just the first movie I thought of that had a lower than 50 score. Not bad. Gets better every time you watch it. Um, I, will, I will never know. What okay, do we got, no. Ray? Oh. First of all, are you wearing socks? Because if you are, take them off because they're going to get blown off. 
buckle up. This, <laughs> this no. movie no. got an 83 on Rotten <laughs> Okay, how many reviewers reviewed it? Uh, don't worry about it, Yorton. This movie got an 83 on I- I'm going to no. have to check this. <laughs> oh, wait. For verification no. on this. Had 23 reviews from critics. I, you know what? That, I've lost faith. I have lo- my Christmas faith is is gone. I there's no way, even with 23 people, no uh, way. 80. I, I the audience score is 47 with over 500 ratings. I do expect people, like random people, might be like, "Oh yeah, it wasn't that bad." People are nice. Yeah, they, they don't want to tomato from me. I'm not saying it's good, but I was entertained. And I would recommend it to yeah, a certain yeah. audience. In the original viewing, uh, <laughs> uh, Jared liked it, so. Yeah. I still say my find was correct. I, I, I am just disappointed with reviewers, though. To be Is honest. that enough critic reviews to go with the tomato meter, or should we go with the audience score? Either way, Jared wins. Yeah, it's like a... So never mind. We need to come up with that rule. We need to figure that out. Like, if there's less than 30 critic reviews... Look at that. I I know how to pick a movie, y'all. Hey, man. I am glad I watched this. Let's just go ahead and recommend this movie. Do you recommend it? For me, I... To a certain crowd, I highly recommend it. To other crowds, stay the hell away. But I'm very... I'm glad I watched it. Like, maybe if there's a super cut where, like, I only get one of the storylines, maybe? No, uh, go watch Krampus. Go watch the actual movie named Krampus that takes the Krampus storyline in this movie and actually makes it into a full-fledged, like, watchable, enjoyable movie. So I will just say go watch Krampus instead of watching this. There's also, if you listen to us talk about the movie, there's nothing now worth even watching the movie for. This is not a movie where if you know the big reveal at the end that you're going to even get that at the end. Like That did help make the movie better, is not knowing that. <laughs> this is not a movie where you're going to be like, oh, I can appreciate knowing the twist at the end. No, you won't be able to appreciate anything about knowing the twist at the end. It'll just take away any of the enjoyment you might have. Yeah, I'm also super a, negative on this movie, but you got a so. fucking witch stand going through the stupid school storyline, which is just a waste of fucking time. Holy shit! Killer. Actually, you know what? If they remove that storyline, I would actually recommend this movie. Hey, <laughs> one one of the friends before they go in the basement, one of the girls says, "I can't. I have to go meet my mom at the mall." Do we see her again? Is she one of the girls that's about to get killed at the mall at the end? I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm gonna be honest. That'd be a cool little connection. I just fucking hate that storyline so much. It reminded me of. uh, Go ahead. I. It reminds me of the bugs episode in season one of Supernatural. For those that like Supernatural and how bad that story was, it was just. Yeah. That's the that's the episode I always skip when I rewatch Supernatural. This would be the Supernatural references. Y'all, y'all talked about too many cooks in the kitchen. I, I feel like uh, mine was more mainstream. Fair enough. That's right. All right. Um, y'all, 
this is not in our Hall of Fame. We don't have to vote. Um, so this is this is it. We're gonna the next four episodes you hear, audience, are gonna be some fun bonus episodes. We have me and Seth talking about Star Trek. If you're not a Trekkie, you can skip that. We have the definitive. Like, there's no arguing. There's no debate about it. It's all scientific. We had an algorithm for it where me, Jared, Jared wasn't there, but we took in his his tier. It's the MCU, MCU tier list. Official, yeah, we'll work on the title. Anyways, it's the official MCU tier list. And uh, we took all four of our rankings from S down to, like, D, and we put each movie in the right tier based on where we put it. And we had a whole algorithm of like what qualifies for the S tier, all that stuff. And it's official. You can't argue it. It's on there. Um, that's coming out. What else is coming out? Oh, we broke down Jared's 31 Days of Terror for October where we watched 31 horror movies. And uh, we're going we're gonna to record one here real soon where we predict we reflect on 2022 the movies that came out in 2022 and we're going to make predictions for 2023 not about the podcast but about movies is the movie going to flop is it going to be success who's going to break out uh is zendaya going to get married to tom holland like who knows right these are predictions we have to make we're each going to come up with three of them can't so, wait to have some the batman talk because robert pattinson crushed it I've been waiting this entire year to talk about that. Oh, for the, the yeah, okay, we'll talk about that. That'd be fun. Um, I thought you meant like for a prediction. I was like, that that movie happened, Jared. I don't know what you're gonna predict. But Wait, we're reflecting on 2022 for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, still, they, still waiting for the movie. <laughs> <laughs> did it come out uh, earlier this year in um, April? We've been on a roll though. We've been we've been recording every week, so. We deserve a little Christmas vacation. Um, but we're going to give you guys episodes. So thank you guys for listening. Any last words, anybody? Thanks, guys. Love y'all. Stick with us. <laughs> there is someone... Hold on. Before we sign off, I want this person to email the... Please email us. I have to find out. There's some Someone listens on a weird device or there's someone's listening from a weird country. And I need this person to email to explain themselves. I'm pulling up on the screen real quick. Give me one second here. All right, audience. Let's let's look at where we're getting our listeners from. People listen to us on Amazon Alexa. The the person that was like what eleven o'clock at night, Alexa was the one I always thought was interesting. We always have someone that who does that. I'm like, man, yeah. we must have some nice sounding voices there that people like to go to bed with or something. <laughs> All right, so we have a few people that listen from like I don't know if maybe they popped in for an episode or something, but we have someone who listened to us from Somalia, Georgia, the country. Indonesia, New Caledonia. It had to be accidental clicks. Um, Vietnam. And then it's more, we have some other countries on here, but those are the ones where I was like, what is someone in Somalia doing listening to us talk about, you know, like 
Vanilla Sky. Like, I don't understand. Which, by the way, has climbed back up the charts as our number one episode. Why so, is that of all the movies? That is the biggest surprise, I think, for me. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Vanilla yeah. Sky is by far our most popular. I might have to go back and listen to our podcast to see why. It, it was. I mean, obviously, we've had some fucking stinkers, but in terms of like quality movies, it's probably one of my least favorite of the quality movies we've watched. That hurts a little bit, but it's all right. Um, maybe that's why people like. Maybe it was one of our more argumentative ones. I don't know. Because I know <laughs> your, you and I both had takes. That was pretty. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. It was pretty. <laughs> it's a whole other episode. We're gonna. I have. I was gonna make a suggestion to why I think it's doing well, but it's like I'm probably wrong, and it's not worth bringing up. Um, you guys are awesome, and uh, we will see you guys later. Y'all take care. <laughs>